Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. I am so excited to open enrollment in my exclusive coaching program, Faith-Filled Divorce. If you want to learn how to thrive in divorce without doing it alone, losing your faith, or giving up on your dream life, then Faith-Filled Divorce is for you. In my exclusive life coaching program, you will get the support, tools, and encouragement you need to find hope, healing, and happiness in your divorce journey and create the joy-filled life you are designed for. Enrollment is opening soon, so stay tuned for more information to come, friends. Join the wait list at ldsdivorce.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome back for more Gen Juice. Today, I'm talking about how to resolve conflicts. When you're dealing with divorce, you have a lot of conflict in your life. Heck, we all have a lot of conflict in our lives. Obviously, In divorce, you're dealing with your ex-spouse, someone that you were intimately connected to who is now your ex. And that doesn't just happen. There are many conversations and discussions and most likely conflicts that led to the decision to divorce. And most likely a large part of the reason you chose to divorce is because you and your ex could not resolve your problems. So you're familiar with dealing with conflict in your marriage and afterwards. Divorce gives you many opportunities to have difficult conversations. So I want to help you get good at having difficult conversations. That's really what conflict resolution is. It's just having difficult conversations. And I'm gonna help you learn how to get good at having those difficult conversations today. Now, for the most part, When it comes to conflict, people either fight or flee. If you flee, you're someone who is conflict avoidant. You may do anything to avoid engaging in a conversation that may have tension. You may feel like conflict is a bad word. Sometimes it can become this way when you don't have the skills to have difficult conversations. So we just ignore the situation or avoid engaging in any situation that may cause problems. It may even scare you. If you're someone that likes to resolve conflicts, you may like to tackle things head on and you may feel bothered by a situation until you address it with the other person. And you only feel better once you've addressed it and at least made an effort to resolve the misunderstandings, disagreements, or come to a solution that works for both people, which many times leads to fighting. Either way, we can all improve our conflict resolution skills. And I want to share a totally different way of thinking about conflicts with you today. If you think about what a conflict is, there are a few different things that cause conflicts, right? People having different ideas or different objectives, or maybe it's an unhealthy level of competition 
or roles that are not clearly defined, or there's a breakdown in communication and the situation becomes adversarial. All of these happen in our lives all the time. So whatever causes a conflict, most of the time it involves both sides being unwilling to approach the situation in a different way. So both people dig in and fight. And this is why so many of us hate conflict and feel like conflict is bad, but it really doesn't have to be. So when you have a situation and there's conflict, it just means that you have different people having different ideas, right? Having a conflict or having different opinions or ideas about a situation does not have to be a problem. It could just be a neutral circumstance, a fact, okay? I want to challenge you to change your thoughts about conflicts and choose to believe that they're just neutral circumstances and a conflict is not necessarily a problem. What we think about having different ideas is where we can get into trouble. So if my thought is in a conflict situation that I feel threatened or I think the other person is immature or misinformed, or they don't know what they're talking about, then I'm automatically gonna have negative feelings or emotions around the conflict. And that's gonna start contention. And we all know where contention comes from. It's from the devil, and we don't want that, right? So we start with this idea that conflict is bad because almost every time we've dealt with conflict, it's led to contention or more problems with serious consequences. And we think that the other person should just agree or how could they possibly think that? And we quickly become judgmental about the other person's thoughts or ideas. I want to suggest that we change our thoughts about conflict. So let's start looking at conflict as being a circumstance or a neutral situation that can actually improve our relationships. It's an opportunity that you can use to strengthen your relationships rather than to harm them or destroy them. Dealing with conflict in a positive way can actually help us deepen our connections with others and create stronger bonds in our relationships. It's going through those difficult times that really bring depth to our relationships. If we have relationships that are always just happy and cute and fun, then they're pretty superficial. It's when we take those opportunities to have difficult conversations with someone that we deepen and strengthen that relationship. Let's talk about how we can look at conflicts as opportunities to create better, stronger relationships. Most people deal with conflicts in three ways. And the first one is contention. We've already talked about this a little bit. This is why most people really hate conflict because contention breaks down relationships. It makes both people involved feel like the other person doesn't care about them or respect them. It can be a really hurtful, destructive way to deal with conflict. And it's why most of us are uncomfortable with conflict because we don't know how to deal with that contention and we just don't want contention in our lives. Another way that people deal with conflict is to ignore it. And this can feel like a better way because you're not having contention. And there are times when it is the best option. For example, if someone jumps in front of me at the Target checkout line on Black Friday, 
it's not going to be helpful for me to respond with rage and yell at them. That wouldn't help the situation at all. I just need to ignore it and get on with my life, right? But if I'm having a conflict with someone that I care about or in an important relationship, then ignoring is never going to be a good option. It basically says, I don't care enough about you to handle this situation or to work through this with you. And I can think of many times in my life where I would have rather had contention than ignoring. At least when there's contention, there's communication and some type of exchange. When you completely ignore someone, you basically withdraw and you're not invested at all. And a lot of us deal with conflict by ignoring, even with people that we care about. And this is a very hurtful and destructive path to take. So let's talk about the third way to deal with conflict that is the best option, and that is with compassion. This is our goal. Having compassion does not mean that we just give in and give the other person what they want to make peace. That's not going to create a healthy relationship. In healthy relationships, it means that both people are heard and understood. And this is probably the least utilized form of conflict resolution, but I have really good news for you. This is a skill that you can learn and it is the most effective way to resolve conflicts because it actually enriches and deepens our relationships if we use conflict as a way to create more intimate, loving connection with whomever we're doing this with. So when we see that we have a conflict with someone, we could think, oh, this is great. This is a perfect time to show compassion in this relationship. I know that may seem unrealistic, but as we start to change our thoughts about conflict and we go through the process of resolving conflicts with compassion, we can change our feelings and that will lead to a change in our actions. And we will respond to conflict situations differently. And this is my goal for me and for you. So I want to share a little acronym that I learned from another amazing life coach, Tanya Hale. And it is the LOL method for conflict resolution. So when you're dealing with the conflict, the first step is to listen. And I know this can be challenging. It is for me too. Sometimes we listen just enough to know how to fight back or to defend ourselves. And this is not the way to listen with compassion. The goal is to listen to try to understand the other person's point of view. You're not listening to argue or refute the facts or to show them how wrong they are or how right you are. You're actually listening to learn something. In Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, habit number five is seek first to understand and then to be understood. So the first step has to be to understand the other person's point of view. And this requires real curiosity. You have to care about this relationship or this person enough to really seek to understand their perspective and get curious about what experiences they've had that have led them to this perspective and really want to know why they believe what they do and be willing to learn from them. You will need to express your sincere desire to see their point of view and convey that you want to understand why they believe what they do. And this is where body language and nonverbal cues are really important. Be very intentional about staying curious and loving and open. Don't let yourself rush to judgment. 
Now, if you don't agree with what they've said, that's totally fine. But if you understand their point of view and understand where they're coming from, that really changes your response. It softens your response and it removes your defensiveness and aggression. How you listen makes a big difference in conflict resolution. When there is a genuine curiosity and a desire to understand each other, then both people can come together through their conflict and create a better connection. The second step in the LOL method is to own your own. And that means that I am responsible for my own feelings and my own actions when I'm dealing with a conflict. This is not a time to blame other people or point fingers. It's not a time to shame people or try to make them feel guilty. This is when you take full responsibility for your own feelings and actions. When you're communicating, make sure you stick to the facts of the situation and don't add judgments or opinions. For example, when you said, I can't pick up our daughter tonight, I felt hurt because you weren't helping me. You have to be careful not to say it like this. When you bailed on picking up our daughter, you totally dumped all the responsibility on me. Can you see how the second version would cause more conflict? Because this statement is loaded with accusations and judgments. It's a challenge, I know, but stick to the facts and don't add opinion and judgments. It's important to be very specific with the facts and use I statements. And you take the lead in this conflict resolution by modeling this behavior. It starts with you and it will make all the difference in how well the conflict resolution goes. If you're specific with your I statements and expressing your feelings without accusations and judgment, the other person is more likely to reciprocate this behavior. Now, the last step in the LOL method is love. This is a time where we just get to extend genuine love for the other person. Now, if you're in conflict with your ex or a coworker or someone else that you're not in love with, you can choose to show them brotherly love or even respect. It does not have to be romantic love. I'm talking about showing Christ-like love to anyone and everyone here. And we are all capable of doing that, even with our enemies. At least that is our goal. Remember, they get to respond however they want to, but you choose how you want to show up in this relationship. You can still choose to love and respect them no matter how they respond. They can say whatever they want, like this is all your fault or you're unreasonable or give you the silent treatment and you can still choose to show love and respect to them. What they think, what they feel, what they say, what they do is not your responsibility. You just need to be responsible for yourself and you can show love and respect to them no matter what they do even when you don't agree with them or even fully understand their point of view or how they feel, you can still show love and respect and they will feel that and that will change things. They will see that you really care enough to try to understand them regardless of whether or not you have different ideas or you can agree. And this is what makes conflicts an amazing opportunity to create deeper connection and emotional intimacy in your relationships, even if you don't leave with complete agreement about how the conflict should be resolved. When someone feels like you care about them enough to listen, you care about them enough to be respectful and respond to them in kind ways, 
If they feel like you care about understanding their point of view more than forcing your ideas on them, then that creates emotional intimacy. And this is the deep respect and connection that we all want in our relationships. Dealing with conflicts with other people like your ex or your in-laws or other family members or coworkers are all really great opportunities for us to strengthen our relationships rather than have contention or the silent treatment or distance that can break down relationships that are so important to us. So my challenge to you is to pay attention to conflict in your life and be intentional with your response. Don't flee or fight, slow down the situation and use the LOL method. Listen, own your own feelings and actions and truly love or respect the other person. I know this formula works and it will help you deal with conflicts in a positive way and improve all of your relationships. They will be deeper, stronger, more joyful as a result of conflicts. And that is our goal, friend. That's why you're here with me, learning how to be a better version of yourself, to have more self-control, to increase your emotional intelligence. You can do it. You can resolve conflicts in a healthy, positive way that improves all of your relationships. So try it and let me know how it goes. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook or email me at jen at jensingmark.com and let me know how it goes. Thanks so much for listening, friend. Have a great week. Bye, y'all. I am so grateful for all of y'all listening. I love hearing from y'all. So please let me know what has helped you, what you like, and what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. And leave me a star rating and a review and tag me on Instagram anytime you listen to an episode or DM me at Jen Zingmark Coaching. I love chatting with my listeners. It is such an honor to hear from y'all. Thank you all for your support. I am so grateful for you. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work and learn the tools and the skills you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to ldsdivorce.com and sign up for a free consultation with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.